Welcome to the show. Here's my dad. On this episode of the Infant Adoption Guide podcast, we talk about the essential guide to adoption outreach with Joanna Ivey. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Infant Adoption Guide podcast. My name is Tim Elder proud papa of three through infant adoption and this is the podcast all about domestic infant adoption and if you're a faithful listener or if this is your first time listening welcome thank you for joining me i know we're gonna have fun today we as we do on all of our episodes talking about infant adoption and i love the show today because we're talking about adoption outreach this is where you as a hopeful adoptive parent are putting together a plan for how you're going to find and connect with an expectant mom who wants to make an adoption plan for her baby. So that's like one of the most important things we do in adoption, right? In infant adoption. So our guest on the show is Joanna Ivey. She is an adoptee and an adoptive mom. She's the founder and manager of two adoption-related endeavors. One is called Our Chosen Child Adoption Profile Design Service, and the other is called Hopefully Parents. Both, uh, or that one actually is one that specializes in adoption outreach. So we'll talk about more of that in the interview. So Joanna and her team of specialists uh, at hopefullyparents.com have spent the past 18 months writing this comprehensive book. Covers absolutely everything you need to know about personal networking, social media, online, everything you need to know about adoption outreach. Amazing book. And Joanna will share her tips and her advice, her real life stories from folks who already adopted. And I know you're going to be inspired to get started or even expand on your adoption outreach plan, whatever, wherever you are in your journey, I know you're going to be inspired by what's going on today and what you're here here. So let's just get started in the interview right now. All right. Welcome to the show, Joanna. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Thank you, Tim. And you? <laughs> I am doing great. I'm doing great. I'm really excited to talk about this topic today and uh, especially your new book, the essential guide to adoption outreach. And I appreciate you sending me a copy of the book because it's, it's so packed full of awesome stuff and I can't wait to share it with everybody. That's what we're going to talk about today. But, but first I wanted to give the folks just an idea of who you are, what brought you into adoption and, and all the way up to this point where you're, you're writing this book for the folks. All right. Well, it's it's been kind of a long journey, so I'll give I'll give you the nickel tour. Yeah, please. So I I I'm an adult adoptee, and of course I was adopted in the era of closed adoptions, and I am also an adoptive mom to a 13 year old uh, boy, and I have a 16 year old biological son as well. And as you know, my career path unfolded. I was working as a graphic designer for many years. But after we adopted our son, I went back to school to get a master's in social work. So at some point, I had to start doing my hours for uh, social work, and I started working in an adoption agency here in Wisconsin. And during that process, during that time there, I really blended my background in graphic design with working with the adoptive families and adoptive couples in the agency. And from that time, I became really fascinated by adoption profiles and how creating profiles for clients really changed their adoption path really, really quickly. And 
uh, after doing those for clients in the um, adoption agency, I decided I really wanted to work from home. I had two small kids at the time, and I left the agency, and I started my first business, which was Our Chosen Child, and that has been going for 12 years now. So I work with clients nationwide creating adoption profiles, and I really love what I do. In the last handful of years, clients really kept asking me, okay, now that we have this profile, you know, now what? What do we do? How do we do outreach? How do we put this profile on Facebook? How do we use social media? And out of those questions, I started creating um, outreach cards for clients, and I started designing custom Facebook cover photos and doing all this sort of work. And at some point I realized, wow, this is really a whole separate thing other than profiles. And I really need to branch this out and help my clients kind of in a more holistic way with adoption outreach. And so I started a second business, and that's called Hopefully Parents, and it's hopefullyparents.com. And there I work with a team of designers who um, do just that, create adoption outreach materials for our clients and help them um, do outreach. And then the last piece is really the book, which is the Essential Guide to Adoption Outreach. Um, that started really as a series of tip sheets that we created for our clients, teaching them you know, pieces, so teaching them a piece about how to use Facebook or how to, you know, start using Instagram. And and at some point I had a dozen tip sheets and I thought, yeah, holy cow, this is a book, right? <laughs> There's a lot of information here. Yeah. So it, it took us about 18 months to write the book. And um, there it is. It's been available for a couple of months now. It's over 125 pages. And it's, I think it's pretty fantastic. So I'm glad to be able to talk with you about it um, here today. Yeah, and I, I really love the book because it's so packed full of information that is just amazing that you were, are able to, and it's so beautifully put together, and it's, it reads really well. And I can tell you're a graphic designer because it is so beautiful how you, how you put it together. So I think it's going to help a ton of people because we do need some kind of a we guide to help us do exactly like you said, have some kind of an outreach. Okay, we got a profile. Maybe even we made a profile video. We work with our agency, and some of us, some of us expect, okay, my agency is going to do all the outreach for me. Well, this book lets you extend that. Even if you're, even if you have an agency, or even if you don't have an agency, this book will help you extend that outreach to. Uh, anywhere and everywhere, which like you said, will help you adopt faster. So I think you kind right. of covered out why you want to set it out to write this book because your clients were asking you basically it's a natural extension. That makes a lot of sense. If, if I make a profile, what do I do with it? Uh, so let's talk about just some of the topics that you really, that you cover in the book. Uh, maybe just, I know there's a ton of them here. Maybe you should just hit on the top five or six, the topics that are covered in the book to give people an idea of what's in here. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and I think, you know, maybe the better question is what what isn't covered in the book. <laughs> so we really wanted to make yeah. you know a really comprehensive guide. There are 
like you said, there are some people that already have an agency and they just kind of want to learn the basics of using social media. Yeah. And there are other people that are just starting out and they know they want to do a private adoption and really have no idea where to start. So we started at the beginning um, talking about different types of adoption. We talk about how to survive the home study. And then we really drill deep into each of the different social media platforms. We have a whole section on personal networking, which is you know, really equally important to social media. Um, and then we take you all the way through you know, your first conversations with expectant parents, you know, how to sniff out um, scams, and certainly that's a big part of being online. So, um, you know, really soup to nuts. We have it all in the book. Um, and, you know, we, I am not an expert in everything adoption related. So at different points in the book, we sought out uh, professionals in the field and asked them to write guest sections. So, you know, we have someone who owns a home study agency in Florida, and she wrote the section for us on home studies. We worked with um, Hal at My Adoption Advisor, who does a great job with adoption advertising, and um, he wrote that section for us. And Tim, we worked with you as well on um, adoption profile videos. So you wrote a section for us um, after your experience with adoptionprofilevideo.com, which was, which was great. So really, all throughout the book, we have professionals giving their experience. Um, and then we also have clients who were interviewed and gave us their experiences too. Yeah, I love so that I hope, part. I hope that that was a long answer to a short no, question. No, it's, that's perfect. Yeah, I think it gives everybody a great idea of what's in the book. And I, I really love the families that you plug in there because that's real world stuff. That's what, you know, what they've done. Uh, and you even give like screenshots and things that they've put together so you can actually see what they've done and that's really cool that that's a great part of the book i think is having some real world examples not just here's what you need to do uh so that's perfect i love that part what is your favorite part of the book or do you have a favorite part of the book you know what that that's really it so you know in writing the book you know these things can be kind of dry right there's only so much that you can read or learn about you know I can tell you a hundred times how to write blog posts and why they're important. But we went out and we interviewed clients that we knew had adopted um, because they wrote blog posts mm -hmm. or because of their work on social media. And they were so generous with their time and their photos. And like you said, we um, screenshotted um, the things that they did or parts of their blog post or the most liked photo that they shared to really give the reader a sense of, um, you know, real life and how it worked for them. So by far and away that those are my favorite parts of the book. So, and it's great. Now I have, you know, a lot of clients following up with me still to tell their story. So when, Version two of the book comes out. Um, hopefully, we'll have a lot more um, client interviews. That's great. That's great. You know what? My other favorite part of the book is you. This is an action-oriented book, so there's spots in the book where you can write in information that mm -hmm. your your information, you know, your plan, your strategy. That's the. It's kind of like a really action-oriented book where you're by the end of it, you've got a plan, you got your strategy put together. 
So I love that part. Well, let's get into some of the the meat and potatoes of really what this book is about, which is adoption outreach. And so what, what would you say would be the first step or maybe the important step for hopeful adoptive parents just when they start in their outreach plans? Where do they start? Boy, that's, that's a really good question. And I think it's starting with research. And, you know, whether you're researching online or whether you buy the book, um, it's really beginning with research. I think the largest issue is that as you begin adoption outreach, there are a lot of critical mistakes that are really easy to make. And so beginning with research means that your outreach is going to be as efficient and as effective as it can be. And I'll give you an example of that. Um, A lot of people just want to dive right in to Facebook, Mm -hmm. which is an awesome platform. It's, you know, most of it's free unless you're boosting posts. And they dive right in, they make a page, and it's, you know, Joanna and Jack adopt, and they get a bunch of likes. And then six months later, Facebook takes their page down because they made a personal page. And personal pages have to have your legal name on it. Mm. And if you have Joanna and Jack adopt, your page is going to get taken down. And you know what else you lose? All of your likes, all of your comments, all of your history on Facebook is gone. And if you'd done your research, you would know that an adoption page has to be a community page, which Mm. is nested under your personal page. And that's not the only reason to make your Facebook page a community page, but it's one of the biggest ones. So doing your research at the onset of your outreach um, is really critical, you know, to make your life easier, but also to make sure that you don't, um, like I said, kind of have those um, fatal mistakes. You know, another really important piece is to know um, if you live in a state where you can or can't advertise, and then what exactly advertising means in your state. And, you know, a lot of people uh, worry about this and really get confused about this. In the book, we have, you know, a quick guide for the states that do not allow advertising within their borders and ones that do. And then also we have all of the state statutes in there. So while I always say check with your attorney to know at the beginning, you know, can you pay to boost your posts Mm -hmm. or, or not? Um, and if you can't, don't worry. There's still a lot that you can do for advertising and um, or not advertising for outreach and networking. But I think do your research at the beginning. Start slowly. Master one platform. Move on to the next. And then I think the last really big piece that you just touched on is to take a lot of notes. And you're right. We have a lot of places in the book to take notes. But it's um, – it's really critical to take notes as you go on, you know, what type of posts are getting liked? What type of posts are getting shared? What are your top hashtags? What are hashtags you want to try? Um, So there's a lot of places in the book where we have suggestions for things to take notes on and then places to make those notes. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's perfect. And I mean, it, it really allows you to be as thorough and as detailed as you want to be or peel back and be as simple as you want to be. 
So don't, if you're listening to this, don't get overwhelmed with, oh my goodness, there's so many things I got to do. Well, that's not, there is a lot of things you can do, but there's also, you know, really important things to do, like you said, in your research and the book lays it out really well. So um, don't get overwhelmed, I guess, is my thought of that. And so when it comes to outreach plans, you know, people often ask me or often hear or see online, uh, what are the cheapest and easiest ways to spread the word? You know, the, there's a ton of them out there, but what are the cheapest, and easiest ways? And I've seen you give an answer. Uh, I think it was on your website where you called you said social media, obviously is the cheapest and easiest because it's just uh, so easy to put together on if you know what you're doing, like you spot in the book. So why does social media matter so much in adoption outreach? Yeah, good question. And and I think the answer is really two two pronged. Social media matters because that's where expectant parents are. Mm. Not only that, social media um, really takes your circle of influence, which you know right now might be a hundred friends on Facebook and your family and friends in real life, and it takes you know your circle of influence and it multiplies that hundredfold when you are able to touch or to reach out to and to touch you know, your hundred friends on Facebook. Um, and then you can touch all of their 100 friends or 200 friends and so on and so on. So really quickly, like ripples in a pond, um, you've gone from 100 influencers of people that can help your adoption outreach to thousands of influencers. Um, and I think that's really the most powerful um, way that social media helps you in your outreach. Um, and the other thing to keep in mind is that's, you know, that is generationally where expectant parents are. Mm-hmm. Um, they are online and they're usually on their phones, but they're online. Um, Instagram is huge. Most people start with Facebook. Generationally, that might be where all of my friends are, but to expectant parents, they're on Instagram. Mm. So I, because of my kids, I have a lot of young people in my life. <laughs> and I can tell you, maybe one out of 10 of them has a Facebook account. But they are all on Instagram very and Snapchat. So that's really, you know, yeah. a lot of people my age know and understand Facebook, don't have the foggiest idea about hashtags and Instagram. So mm-hmm. um, that's why we have a big section on the book in how to use Instagram. It's pretty powerful. So having that, having said just that, because that kind of shocked me, I guess, that kids, well, I don't know if it shocks me, but I guess I can understand how kids would be more in, in Instagram than Facebook. But that doesn't necessarily mean we have to focus on either Facebook or Instagram, maybe both. Um, what are some ways that um, parents or hopeful adoptive parents can harness that power of social media like you talk about in the book? Yeah, um, you're right. You don't have to focus on one or the other. What's great is there are a lot of apps that cross-post for you. Uh So um, if you are posting on Instagram, it can automatically cross-post to, you know, all of your social media accounts. And we talk about that in the book. So I, I think the really important thing about social media in general is that you 
the best form of outreach is where you spend time, not spend money. So boosting posts is great, but taking your time to use your adoption-specific accounts on whatever platform you are and interact within groups and communities of people that share your interests. And this might not even be adoption-related. As, as a matter of fact, I think it's great to use social media to connect with others who are adopting because that's an awesome support system that you will inevitably build. But your outreach should really be, um, let's say I uh, love horses and have a horse and I ride and I'm really involved in that community. So I'm going to be using my adoption-specific um, Instagram account and Facebook account, Joanna and Jack Adopt, and I'm going to be commenting and liking and posting and sharing in um, – groups, you know, about horses and dressage and riding and, you know, places to buy saddles because your goal is that someone who knows an expectant parent who's considering adoption sees the name of your account, says, oh, wait a minute, they want to adopt and they like horses? That could be an awesome match for Marcy, because I know she's thinking about adoption. Mm. And they're going to click through to your account, and your Facebook page or your Instagram account is almost like a diary, right? So as long as you've been posting, you're posting pictures of your life, of your activities, of the things you like, you're interacting with family and friends. So they can look at your account and kind of get to know you in the virtual world, mm. And either they're considering adoption and they think it's a great fit or they pass your name on to someone who is. So interacting within the adoption community is great. But one of the things we talk a lot about in the book is to think about what your keywords are. And those are your interests, interest-based keywords. You know, cooking, horseback riding, I have a Catahoula leopard dog. Those are all great keywords. And then get out into the social media you know, wild, wild west, and interact with those groups that share those interests. And hopefully, if you do find a match, then that match is really based on shared common interests, right? And those are the best matches possible because they're good for both people. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's really your goal is to spend time out in social media and, and not money, not just paying to boost posts because that's just scattershotting it. So be intentional with how you use your social media accounts. Yeah, and asking other people to share is big, I think. Just, hey, we're looking to adopt. Can you share with yeah. your friends and let them know that we're looking to adopt? Because you're right, you just never know where that connection is going to come from and what type of connection you're going to get, like you said, with horses or dogs or whatever your your connection may be. Whatever you have going on in your life may connect with an expectant right. mom out there. So that's, yeah, right. that's really right. great advice. Um, what stories can you share? I know there's stories in the book, and I don't know if you want to share those or not, but there's definitely some stories that you could share about uh, folks that have successfully adopted using your outreach strategies. Do you have some you could share with us? Yeah, yeah. And there, you know, there's a lot in the book um, because I think, I think they're just so important. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you a really, a really early story. Um, 
this was really one of the first, and this was a client, um, and I worked with them to do their profile. And they also had a website. And her sister was at a bar. She was a little bit tipsy, but she overheard the conversation next to her, and it was a guy talking about what were what were they going to do, and they couldn't keep the baby, and her sister just butted in to the conversation. Hmm. And luckily, um, our clients had a website, and her sister wrote it out on a napkin and gave it to the guy, and and that was it. That that turned into the match, and um, and that led to their placement. And to me that story signifies the importance of outreach cards. And we haven't touched on those. We've talked mainly about social media, but outreach cards are are critical. You know, every friend and family member should have one or two in their wallet for instances like that so that they can get your information to someone who might who might be looking for someone just like you. Can you explain so what an outreach card is? I'm sorry. Can you just real quick, oh, if for somebody who may not know what they are or what they look like? Oh, or... yes. So, yeah, so an outreach card is really just a business card for adoption outreach. And it has, you know, a photo of you, your contact information, maybe, you know, a sentence or two. Um, but it should direct uh, whoever has the card to to you online somewhere. So it could just be connecting to your social media accounts. Um, but it's really just a way, like I said before, to increase your circle of influence through your family and friends. So and most of us have family and friends that say, how can I help? Is there anything I can do? How can I help? Mm-hmm. And your answer is, why, yes, you can. You know, <laughs> just keep your ears open and keep this in your wallet. And it's, as, it's really as simple as that. Um, and I think my favorite story, to go back to that question, so I had a client, um, a client family in New York, and she really had never used social media in her life, did not have a personal account. And she was the reason I wrote several of my tip sheets to kind of get her started because she really didn't know. Hmm. And um, she took this on like it was a part-time job. <laughs> and when... I was slack-jawed, honestly, when she came back maybe four, five months later to say that they had matched and then placed. And afterwards, she was really gracious to spend you know, several hours with me as I interviewed her for this book. And I really learned I mean, kind of the scope of everything that she had done for outreach. And it was all on Facebook. And, you know, she was really remarkable. So, you know, the student becomes the master. I learned a lot from her, (laughs) things that I had never even thought about. So her story is in the book and and what they did. And interestingly, they ended up matching through an ad in the Penny Saver. So print is not dead. We talk about that um, in the book as well, different um, print outreach um, advertising sources. So... Uh, but I have no doubt that if if they did not match through this uh, penny saver ad, that they would have ultimately matched through social media because she was uh, crushing it. She did an amazing job. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just when you think, you know, everything's online, only thing you have to do is online and then they go and match through a penny saver. <laughs> that, yeah. that is amazing. Right. Right. That right. just goes to show, you um, know, just keep at it, keep at it. You know, I think a lot of people come to me too and say, Hey, I've been, I've been, we've been wanting to adopt for two years now. We've, we've done this and this and this for outreach, but what else can we do? And, uh, there's always, it seems like there's always something else you can do. And that's what beautiful part of this book is this has almost anything you could possibly think of a way to do an outreach. So if, if, if you can think about yeah. it, it's probably in the book here and there's uh, great tips on, on exactly what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of the, one of the great things about, you know, my career trajectory is I've been doing this for, I, I mean, a dozen years and I, you know, really keep up with my clients. Um, and I learn so much from them and, you know, a lot of their stories are in the book um, indirectly. And I think we touched on earlier, personal outreach is really, really powerful. A lot of people aren't really comfortable being on social media or feel really overwhelmed by it. And personal outreach, and there's a big section in there um, with a lot of ideas like you just touched on. Um, and some of my favorite ones are, you know, half fundraiser and half outreach, you know, asking, um, having a garage sale. So an adoption specific garage sale. And you ask your family and friends to donate stuff that they might otherwise take to Goodwill. And, you know, you get your three best girlfriends and you, you know, spend the night sorting through everything and price it or, or don't price it. But the day of the garage sale, you have your friends and family work in the cash boxes and you sit at the table with the big poster saying all proceeds go to support our adoption. And you have outreach cards there and you have your profiles there. And the really cool thing about adoption is that almost everyone knows someone who's adopted and people, people love to talk about it. So while people are you know, selling for you at the garage and money, you sit at the table and you're chatting with people and you're getting your outreach cards in people's hands and you're offering your profiles. And that kind of word of mouth is extraordinarily powerful because, uh, you know, the people then really like you and they want, they want to help you. And there's a face to the name, unlike social media, right? So there's a real personal connection. And those people really become your foot soldiers, right? They become your ambassadors, which is incredibly powerful. So there's a lot of ideas like that in the book um, to how to harness personal networking. And they're really fun ideas. Um, a lot of them are also fundraisers, which is really important in adoption for a lot of folks. So, um, you know, that's the other personal networking is the other prong of kind of that two prong approach to, um, you know, getting the word out about your adoption. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that because I think we do get kind of stuck on the online thing because so many people are online and it makes an online, I mean, it's, but it has changed the adoption world. There's no doubt about it, but the personal Absolutely. stuff like you just talked about is it may be even more powerful than the online stuff, but the online stuff allows you to have that ability to share things with people easier. 
So uh, I think you need both. And, I, and that's what you talk about in the book. And I'm so glad you touched on that. And I've never heard anybody put that together with it, the garage sale and the personal touch like that. And that absolutely makes a lot of sense to me because, yeah, you're not just selling them something in a garage sale and going, oh, that's nice. You're just doing it for adoption. You have the ability to tell your story and why you're doing what you're doing. That's right. And making that connection, yep. that, right. that that lasts with people. They, don't, they won't just go, oh, I, I think there was this garage sale. We went to this. I had this adoption sign up. No, if they're if you're hearing them tell your story, that sticks in their mind for a long time, and they'll remember if they're talking to somebody else. And oh, they're oh, I, I remember this couple that was going to make adoption. I, I think I still have their card here. Yeah. So you just never yep, know how you're going to make that exactly connection. right. Well, yep. awesome. Yeah, and that's and that's beginning your adoption outreach with research and having some of the scope of outreach that you might do. And, and being prepared, um, you know, hopefully parents, we, we create outreach cards. For folks that are do-it-yourself, you know, they're not that hard. But you should be ready with them before you start your outreach and make sure that they're printed and delivered and in your hot little hands. And before you do those, make sure you have your social media account set up so that you can get that information on your outreach cards. Yep. So there really is a sequence to how you should do things to be most efficient. Um, so beginning with research is, I mean, that's really the critical piece. Yeah. And I wanted to say my little plug for adoption profile videos, because I, I'm just passionate about it. That's what's worked for us and our three adoptions. And I just think those are some of the most powerful ways to connect with people. And you can share them on your social media. You can put them on your website that you create. Uh, but a video, a two to three minute video where you talk to the camera and part of it, some of it maybe just clips of stuff that you do around the house, playing board games together or whatever you do as a family or as a couple that shows who you are. And then you have a part in that video where you're actually talking to the camera, which means you're talking directly to an expectant parent saying why you want to adopt. What's life going to be like for her baby in your family? Those things are so powerful, making such a connection that you cannot do just through words on a page or a picture. So I highly recommend anybody uh, that is, while you're considering all your outreach options, consider making a video. And there's a section in the book, like Joanna said, she was gracious enough to ask me to help uh, write that part. And I was honored to do that. There's a spot about uh, how to create your profile video in there. And I have much more on adoptionprofilevideo.com. So uh, uh, one more thing I wanted to share with the folks is that um, if you are interested in learning more about Joanna's story, she does share that also in the book. That's a nice little uh, two-page write-up that you did there just about your story and how you uh, just got to do what you do and uh, how you adopted. And I love it that at the beginning there. I got to read this because this is awesome. At the very end of your, your story, you say, don't give up. The road may be long and it may be crooked and it may take more than you thought you had in you, but don't give up. Your future is waiting for you and you need to be there to meet it. I absolutely love that. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, our, our road was, a, was definitely a crooked road like, you know, like it is for a lot of people. Yep. Um, but boy... I would not trade a second of it um, because it led us, you know, to our son who's, you know, I'll get missy, but, uh, you know, <laughs> right? Your kids, they're absolutely precious, everything. Precious, so, yes. Yep. Yeah. 
wouldn't wouldn't trade a minute of it. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your your stories and your heart uh, for helping people. I, I would just like you to let the folks know where they could get the book and and uh, where to learn more about you. Yeah, great. So I have the book for sale, and it's at hopefullyparents.com forward slash infant adoption guide. So if you and, – and I think that's going to be in the show notes as well, right? If yeah. people are maybe in their car yeah. and listening. Yep. So go back to um, the show notes, and Tim will have a link there. And um, you can buy the book on the site. We will send it out the next day. And if you have any questions for me directly, it's easy to reach me at joanna at hopefullyparents.com. And if you forget my name, hello at hopefullyparents.com will get you um, to me as well. And I I think I should mention, not only do we sell the hardcover book, um, but we also sell a digital download. So either way that you are more comfortable, you know, absorbing the the information, we, we have an option for you. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I forgot to mention that at the beginning. Yeah, the soft copy is there for anybody who wants to just look at it. I like me. I actually like both. I like to hold the book in my hand, but then I also, if I'm out and about, I like to be able to put it. I'll pull it up on my phone or my iPad. So, yeah, that's that's good stuff. Uh, right. Anything else to, you'd like the listeners to know about the book or about adoption outreach? Gosh, I think we covered. I think we covered a lot. <laughs> we did cover <laughs> a lot. Well, and I know uh, yeah. adoption outreach is a huge topic but uh yeah if there's anything that was specific that uh, you would like the listeners to know i think the best thing out of this book is that it really like you said takes you through all the possibilities of outreach so you don't have to say oh i gotta go through all 125 before i do anything no it's action oriented i mean as you go through you're gonna oh here we go we can do a facebook page let's set it up here's exactly how to set it up i love that about the book right yeah yeah, I think you're right. Some people want to dip their toes and other people, you know, are going to do a private adoption. So mm-hmm. they're going to do the whole thing. But whatever chunk of it you want, um, it's highly actionable, step by step. And I I hope it takes away the anxiety and that overwhelming feeling because you really do have a roadmap here. You're not on your own and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's it's all in there. Yeah, it is. I have, thank you so much for coming on. I, I love uh, this topic. I love the book. You did a great job putting it together. And I, anybody who wants to go pick up this book, uh, go out to hopefullyparents.com forward slash infant adoption guide. It's a special link for you, the listener. So you can get the book there. And uh, thank you so much for, again for coming on today, Joanna. Great. Thank you, Tim. All right. I love this episode. I love this interview with Joanna talking about adoption outreach. She did a great job sharing all those tips and stories and advice. Hope you got a ton out of this interview. I hope it inspires you to go either get started or expand your adoption outreach plan. Um, I highly encourage you to go get the book, The Essential Guide to Adoption Outreach. And you can get it at hopefullyparents.com forward slash infant adoption guide. Special link just for you. Go check it out. And uh, she has both the soft cover book and the ebook available. I highly recommend getting both because I, I like having something in my hands. But then when I'm out and about, I like having it on my phone. I can just take a look at it um, or my iPad. Same thing. So check it out. 
Either way, uh, you can find the link at infiniteadoptionguide.com forward slash 50. This is episode 50. Can't believe we hit 50 already, but uh, all the links we talk about in the episode will be at on the show notes there. And while you're at infiniteadoptionguide.com, check out my four free eBooks I'm offering. Just enter your name and email and you get four free eBooks sent right to you to help you save time, money, and stress on your infinite adoption journey. That's what we're here for. That's the website and the podcast are all about. I hope you're inspired and never give up on your, your journey, your hope to build your family through infinite adoption. You will be in my prayers as you go on the journey to build your family. And we'll talk to you again soon. God bless you. Thanks for listening to my dad.